Good evening, this is Mandy Bellings with KSOM and KS95 News. On Wednesday, a federal jury in Des Moines convicted 47-year-old Bradley Eugene Went of conspiring to make false statements to the ATF, making false statements to the ATF, and illegal possession of a machine gun. Since July 2018, Went has been the chief of police for Adair, Iowa. He is also the owner of BW Outfitters, a federal firearms licensee in Denison. Evidence at trial showed that between July 2018 and August 2022, Went used his position as chief of police to obtain machine guns for his own personal use and profit, including to buy machine guns for his own store. Generally, machine guns made after May 1986 are illegal to transfer and possess, but law enforcement agencies can buy machine guns for their official use and an authorized dealer can get machine guns to demonstrate to a police department for the department's future possible purchase. If a police department wants to purchase or receive a demonstration of a machine gun, it can submit a letter to the ATF, referred to as a law letter, expressing its need for an interest in the machine gun. Between July 2018 and August 2022, Went wrote nearly 40 law letters requesting the purchase or demonstration of 90 machine guns for the Adair Police Department. In the law letters to purchase machine guns for his two-man department, Went said he was buying the machine guns for the official use of his department and was not getting the machine guns for resale. In the law letters requesting demonstrations of machine guns, Went said the Adair Police Department wanted a demonstration for the department's future possible purchase of the requested machine guns. A jury found that Went made false statements in several of these letters, convicting him of conspiracy to make false statements to the ATF and eight counts of making a false statement to the ATF. Evidence at trial showed that Went purchased machine guns for the Adair Police Department, but later resold those machine guns at a personal profit of nearly $80,000. The evidence also showed Went used demonstration law letters to purchase machine guns for his own gun store, BW Outfitters, including a 50 caliber machine gun called Meduse, which he immediately mounted to his personally owned armored Humvee. Went was also convicted of illegal possession of a machine gun based on his personal possession of a belt-fed M60 machine gun registered to the Adair Police Department. Went, along with his gun store, BW Outfitters, hosted a machine gun shoot in April 2022, where he charged the public to shoot machine guns, including several registered to the Adair Police Department. The jury found Went was not acting within the scope of his official duties when he possessed the M60 machine gun. Went faces up to five years in prison on a conspiracy count, five years prison for each false statement charge, and up to 10 years prison for illegal possession of a machine gun. Sentencing is scheduled for June 14th at the United States Courthouse in Des Moines. The Iowa Department of Natural Resources is investigating an oil spill at Keg Creek in Mills County. At approximately 525 this morning, the Iowa DNR received a call via the 24-hour spill line from Mills County. At 4.30 a.m., a fire broke out at the Best Finish Auto Body Facility located in the city of Glenwood. Local fire and law enforcement responded to the scene and reported that an unknown amount of oil had made its way into storm drains flowing into Keg Creek. Further investigation revealed a maximum of 240 gallons of oil, 120 gallons of used oil, 80 gallons of transmission fluid, and 80 gallons of antifreeze were in the facility at the time of the fire. Local crews added sand berms near the storm drain to help mitigate the product and fire-water mixture from entering the drains. DNR staff later observed an oily sheen in Keg Creek, approximately three miles south of the incident. 
An environmental company was on site and working with the DNR on cleanup efforts. Water samples have been collected. No dead fish have been observed. The investigation is currently ongoing. This week, Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds requested a presidential disaster declaration for 18 Iowa counties, including Adair and Montgomery counties. Montgomery County Emergency Management Coordinator Brian Hammond says the storm's most significant impact was the 14.5 inches of snow. Obviously, we got a lot of snow um, in a short amount of time, but those 30, 40, and 50 mile an hour winds for several hours and days really impacted, especially out in the country, the open area, um, leaving several of our roads um, impassable for several days before secondary roads crews could get those open or even private citizens and contractors to get those roads open. The governor requested the funding under the Federal Emergency Management Agency's Public Assistance Program. Hammond says if the president and FEMA approve the request, the public assistance funding will open up. It will allow under the snow assistance, um, much like public assistance, um, the cities, the counties, other jurisdictions are able to reapply for reimbursement for funds associated with that snowstorm, so it could be overtime, man hours, equipment, if anything was damaged um, that's owned by the county or the cities, they're able to hopefully recoup some of those costs. A joint federal, state, and local damage assessment of the affected counties estimated the significant snowfall resulted in more than $8 million worth of damage that could be eligible under the public assistance program. East Pottawatomie County Soil and Water Conservation District updated the Board of Supervisors on the Beaver Bounty Program. The program allows participants that harvest beavers for their pelts during trapping season to be paid $25 per beaver harvested in Pottawatomie County. Cammie Willett reported that this has been a very successful program. We're winding down on this year's window of when the trappers can harvest. And so we would like to just use up the rest of the funds and then reassess for next year. So um, the one thing I would like to request um, support for is just to make sure that we're being fiscally responsible that each there's three sites where the park rangers the tails turned into if we could get your support and just have them do a maybe a 10 percent audit of the ones that were turned in just to make sure that we're you know having the trappers are, are turning in the right township and stuff like that supervisor brian shea they took us off bus trip last year showed us streams roads fields and the damage they did on it was an eye-opener for me. I, I didn't realize that much damage could happen. Willett said there is enough funding left for 10 more beaver tails for the trapping season that ends April 15th. The Iowa Department of Natural Resources is challenging anglers to gain information on walleye size and structure from systems on which they have limited data. The DNR is acquiring that information through an online tournament from March 30th through June 30th. So some of our systems don't get sampled for walleye, and so we're hoping uh, through this challenge, when people report fish lengths um, to the app, we can then see what our side structures of walleye look like elsewhere in the state and some of our systems that we don't get to very often. John Lorenzen, DNR fisheries biologist, says they partnered with other states this year, and anglers can register at anglersatlas.com slash event slash 767. He says the tournament uses the McCatch mobile app to photograph a fish while on the measuring board, and your information tied to the app will automatically place you in the standings. Lorenzen says walleye broodstock collection occurs when most of its systems should be sampled to assess walleye populations. 
More news online at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Eddie Bellings with KSOM and KS95 News.